0: Uh, welcome back to Probably About Politics. This episode, Mother's Day. That's probably about politics.
1: Uh, probably. I mean, except for the fact that we love our mothers, no questions asked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, that is. This is something we haven't talked about before we started planning out the show, is talking about <laughs> politics with your mom. When do you have <laughs> the first political discussion with your mother? That's the history that we want to talk about today. But no, we're going to be talking about political origins of mother, of Mother's Day, motherhood as a political tool, how um, mothers are treated within politics, how it can be used for good and bad, maybe how that intertwines with what people think of as womanhood and whether or not that's a good or bad thing. A lot of things. A lot of things about Mother's Day. First yeah. of all, thank you, Mom. For listening yes. to all of our episodes,
1: <laughs> yes. Thank you to both of our mothers. Um. <laughs> if if
0: no one else, if no one else, um, your mom will support you, <laughs> and that and that I think is an important part of what we're going to talk about: the political origins of Mother's Day, because everybody respects their mom, uh, and everybody cares what their mom has to say, and moms can say, "Listen, as a mother, I know that we should do this," mm-hmm. uh, and and. And people will listen to them. And, you know, that maybe says bad things about the way that people will listen to people. Um, But it says something.
1: I mean, yeah, I think we see it like in elections we cover and stuff like those, the characters that we like to elect, like a lot of the time, it's like, are they a father? Are they a mother? Like relationships Mm -hmm. we understand. And they come like preloaded with what they mean about a person. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So before we get into the origins of Mother's Day,
1: hmm
0: i was reading about you know facts about motherhood yes normally i say where are countries in the world mm-hmm. but hey we don't have that this this episode but now you probably know this a lot of people probably know this but if you just think about it it's absolutely wild that you mm-hmm. as a person start out as an egg yeah right and when a person is born that has eggs
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of those eggs are Inside of them when they are already a fetus. Wow. Which means that the egg that you came from. Yeah. That grew inside of your mom was actually also already formed in your mom as a fetus when she was inside of your
1: grandmother. Wow. That's, I mean, look, isn't that just something? It kind of freaks me out, but. (laughs) Yeah. The egg that is the
0: actual literal cell, the egg that became you Mm -hmm. was Literally an egg already inside of your grandmother. As a grandmother, you birth all of your grandchildren. Jeez, what?
1: I mean, that's you know childbirth. It's a wild thing. We're starting thing. in the
0: clouds this episode. We're starting <laughs> in the clouds.
1: <laughs> yeah, just, and <laughs> just
0: think about that, right? Wow. Okay. Anyway, that's how we're starting. But uh, we can we can talk about the politics of Mother's Day.
1: I mean, maybe a, a good place to start like that, like you're already like two generations ahead is, and then that's why maybe yeah. we can connect some of the political activism we're going to be talking about to like this sort of sense of obligation to generations ahead yes. that comes.
0: Here we go. Yeah. What a segue. So listen, okay. <laughs> the origins of Mother's Day. Right. People, okay, people have been celebrating their mothers since time immemorial. Yes. But but there are a little bit more concrete dates that are put around this, um, specifically in the American interpretation of what Mother's Day is. Yes. Um, between From like the late 1800s to early uh, 1900s, which aligns itself with a lot of political change around women's rights. Right. And kind of uh, sets it up over those next two generations. The eggs that were already inside of Anna Jarvis were the <laughs> eggs that would become the first woman who could hold credit cards.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Um, I think it's a straight line. And uh, but yeah, no, I think so in mm. in in probably our experience, I don't know what your experience, my experience with Mother's Day, it's a lot of Hallmark cards and flowers and I think um, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to sort of see, like it didn't just come out of that; like it 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 was originating in sort of a period of time um, where lots of things were changing in the world, and lots of movements to change the role of women um, in society uh, were happening. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of interesting to sort of bring it back and connect, uh, maybe what 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 to what the origins of Mother's Day in Canada, North mm-hmm. uh, North America generally, and I think really at this point, like, as you said, it's, it's, it's rooted in the American one, but I think that has a lot of influence around global Uh. celebrations of mothers as well.
0: Mm -hmm. So, okay. So as you may know, right. A lot of the times you get a, Something shows up online, and somebody mentions something about Mother's Day, uh, mm-hmm. because the world is so interconnected now, and that happens way before we actually celebrate Mother's yeah. Day in Canada, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's terrifying every time it happens, because there's there's like two different types of Mother's Day, right? Yeah. So one Mother's Day separated or is celebrated in a bunch of different days all around the world, but there's difference between Mothering Sunday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is a religious holiday. Yeah, more or less yeah. and mother's day and it's extra confusing because mothering sunday is now used as a term for the more americanized holiday of mother's day in some yeah. parts of the world yes uh, so those terms <laughs> are used interchangeably but there's like a a mothering sunday which is about which is more religious and yeah. involves your mother church which is the church where you were baptized and you had the sacrament of baptism you go back there but then Mothering Sunday has kind of been turned into and modernized in some instances to celebrate not just your mother church, but mm-hmm. also a few other ideas of what motherhood is like Mother Earth and also your own earthly mother and the Virgin Mary as a mother figure, right? So there's like these yeah. different interpretations of motherhood within Mothering Sunday, which started as more religious, but has there is kind of a more secular offshoot of it, which is kind of like a more holistic thing. Those are not what we're talking about. We're talking about (laughs) Mother's Day, right?
1: Yes. Mother's Day in America as the second Sunday in May. Um, That's the Mother's Day that we're focusing on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Uh,
0: So what is that? And where did that come from?
1: (laughs) So the origins um, are with are attributed to a woman named Anna Jarvis, um, and she created what was called Mother's Work Day in 1858, and it was it ended up being in response to that she had she had eleven children. Um, and I think like three of them died of various diseases. And she uh, decided to ask doctors in she was she was from the Appalachian um, part of a uh, uh, part of um, the US um, and asked her doctor if she, if they he could offer education to her on how to prevent diseases. And then sort of from this, like she was clearly quite like, you know, ambitious, uh, started to offer in her own county, like throughout the county um a mother's work day mother's day work clubs so where mothers would be taught how to prepare food properly um and clean their homes and things like that and so this is like very much tied to the rates of childhood mortality at the time and uh and education and working women um being sort of connected uh to 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 securing the health of their children um and it became sort of like that's a day for mothers to work in the community and it was also sort of happening simultaneously to the american civil war um which i think also added this other layer to what would become what would be mother's work day and eventually mother's day um she created she, she, The community she was in was on the front lines uh, between the Union and Confederate armies, so there were a lot of injured soldiers from both sides coming in, and the community um, was treating them uh, and teaching sanitation and disinfection, um, regardless of what side of the war you were fighting on. And because of that sort of role that she was playing in her community, she was asked to... To be a part of efforts after the war, where these communities had been really divided, right by by the men having been on both sides, to sort of work on bringing these communities back together again. Um, so that's the the initial origin, um, and 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 you can kind of see the roots of that, and I think what we'll ta- we'll end up talking about in several different activisms that come out uh, of it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And interestingly, right. This is kind of born out of war efforts and women in war being like, guys, can we just please, for the love of God, stop doing this? Yeah. (laughs) And, right, there was in 1870 the appeal to womanhood throughout the world where this was, like, also about um, people being involved in wars. Mm -hmm. And um, this one woman, specifically Julia Ward-Howe, Uh, And her proclamation that we should stop having our sons or fathers or husbands go and be trained to hurt other people's sons, fathers, or husbands and seemingly coming from this, like this place of like extreme frustration where it's like, I raised this person and I trained them to be a good person. And then you take them and turn them into a bad person and they go and hurt other people. And then they come back and we have to put them back together. Uh, Yeah. So it's like those roots kind of, kind of go through all the way to what, what Anne was talking about and then more we are going to talk about with uh, a few other stories too.
1: Yeah. And I think it's like interesting to highlight in this time, like we have the civil war, um, the civil war was sort of the first of a couple like of, of world war one and then world war two that followed it as well, where we have wars where, yeah, where the women were sort of being left behind to take over households and communities um, and, and having to then yeah care for the men, as you're saying that when they were coming back again, um, and so in all these sorts of around all these instances of war, you have uh, situations where it's maybe unclear what we're fighting for um, and the distance between the average man who was going off to fight these wars and the cause was was not necessarily close to home. So there was a lot of building the groundwork here of, of, of asking questions about what we're fighting for, of pointing out the cost and burden that is placed not only on the men, but the women um, and, and sort of paralleling that with ongoing feminist and suffragette movements at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of work hand in hand with the way that women were being, you know, thrust into workforces thrust into uh, healthcare roles and, and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Important to note. side note about um, Anna Jervis and Ann Jervis <laughs> Two names, very similar, but different yeah. people associated with the um, foundation of Mother's Day in the United States. Anna Jarvis is the person who started Mother's Day yeah. that we we're talking about. Her mother, Ann Jarvis, yeah. is the mother who inspired Mother's Day and was also herself a social activist during the Civil War. Yeah. So there's two people, both mothers, similar names. One of them is the other one's mother, but the second A... Comes for the daughter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, Anna Anna Jarvis specifically. Yeah, she was the one who sort of, you know, she was one of the children that survived Anna Jarvis's children that you know made it to adulthood because of the sanitation programs that her mm-hmm. mother was able to do through these Mother's Work Days. So she uh, created she created what Mother's Day is known as. It, it turned. It turns out she becomes quite upset with what Mother's Day becomes. It becomes quite commercialized mm-hmm. within, I think, twenty or thirty years, um, and and yeah. uh, she protests that fairly heavily. But she was the original purpose of it was to like, you know, a day of sort of activism and and marking mothers as individual, um, because Mother's Day is not actually mothers plural. It is mother possessive and that was important at the time
0: the apostrophe so so this is important pay attention where the apostrophe is and pay attention (laughs) to whether or not there's an a on the end yeah uh, to determine exactly who we're talking about and which mother and how many of them there are (laughs) yeah so okay it's now it's 1925, it's 1930, right? Mother's mm-hmm. Day has been around for 25 or 30 years or 20 or 30 years. It has gone from Congress saying we're definitely not doing Mother's Day. Yeah. You're dumb to within a few years, everybody doing Mother's Day because why would you not? Yeah. <laughs> and people getting a little bit too exuberant about Mother's Day. trying to make money off it. And then original Anna Jarvis being mad about it saying, hey, you're screwing it up i 'm gonna protest my own thing now yeah uh, but it was still was inspiring to many around the world right yeah. so let's get into some of the more specific um, examples that you wanted to share
1: yeah so I guess like we can look at the original Mother's Day as being like this term that's called maternal activism that I, I we could talk I think we could talk about and we can apply to a few uh, that some of these cases that Instances I'm going to pull out, um, and and maternal activism is sort of the process where women or groups uh, of of mothers make claims on behalf. They're using the fact that they have sons and daughters, or making claims on um, the sons and daughters that they to pursue uh, activist positions. So often, this is awareness around uh, demands for peace and social justice. Those are really the big. Um, categories that you'll sort of find this behind, and and so and I think it's interesting for us to touch on um, as a specific case. I think there's uh, the mothers of the Plaza de Mayo, um, and because we've we've talked about uh, South America and the dirty wars in in Chile and Argentina, and uh, the mothers of the Plaza de Mayo are uh, in they were um, a group of mothers who, in Buenos Aires, Argentina, um, who during the dictatorship there when, um, many, uh, young people. So, uh, young people, the bulk from, you know, so 20 to 40 age group were being disappeared and they were not coming back. And in response to this, the mothers would march in the Plaza de Mayo wearing white headscarves, which were meant to be symbolic of diapers, um, embroidered with the names and birthdays of their grand, their children and grandchildren act, um, and, and and this went on, primarily from about 1977 to 2006. So it's really a long period of time. And for the first first part of that, there was a lot of uh, a real danger for them in terms of some of the mothers themselves were disappeared, um, intimidation tactics, kidnappings, and killings of the leaders of the groups. Um, and they had the push was. To find these stolen babies, and then the reason it kept going until two thousand and six was the push to not only um, not just like to not have them be stolen anymore, but to solve the mystery of where they are, identify uh, bodies, find out what happened to them, um, and really pushing the Argentinian government who who were not interested even after the military regime in really um, in pursuing and locating these people, uh, pushing them to do so. Um, and then a, a sort of a second thing that came out of it was the grandmothers of the Plaza de Mayo, which was in, in many instances when these young people were disappeared, if they had children, they would be adopted um, to uh, Argentinians who were not considered sort of uh, political uh, deviants or um, threats in any way. Um, and so the grandmas of the Plaza de Mayo were also working to reconnect uh, stolen babies Um, with with their families again as well Um, and I think we can see like kind of in this in this a lot of roots of what we also saw in the origins of Mother's Day I think and 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 we see sort of uh, similar movements coming in uh, in El Salvador I think very similar the comadres they the in in these situations where we see we see these mothers using the fact that a lot of their the symbolism of what and what they're protesting they were really in defiance of the the dictatorship at the time but their role in society made it much harder like they sure they were killed and they were kidnapped and those sorts of things but by and large their position in society made it much easier for them to really push and demand truth and hold leaders to account so it's kind of a really interesting look at how um we think about the our roles in society and what what these mothers were able to accomplish just by by who they were, I guess. Yeah.
0: It's interesting the like self identification as mothers, like specifically yeah. deciding to say that the thing that that um, makes us all similar in mm-hmm. this group is not our political belief that these things should be different or our belief that this justice should be done. It's specifically aligning themselves along the axis of motherhood and finding commonality within that Mm -hmm. um which is which is interesting because i guess there are there are other types of um like groups within society where people align themselves by like their employment type or or what have you um but specifically adopting this identity of mothers that Mm -hmm. they all come together with but it's so obviously there could be you know a different kind of political uh, label that's given to this group yeah but instead they choose motherhood as mm. their as their banner to to fly because it seems to lend credence to what they're saying
1: right yeah yeah
0: um because it seems like oh if i if we give ourselves a political banner then mm. people will say you know then we can be attacked. But if you give yourself the banner of we're mothers, then it feels difficult to attack that because one, it's just what they are. Right. Likely. Um, But also it feels bad. And there's like, there are other groups that, uh, that do this, right. That like in, in the United States, there was like the 1 million moms. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this group? Yeah. Right. (laughs) That, um, isn't a million people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they can you can choose whatever you want. But there's like this kind of legitimacy that identifying as a group of moms provides a group to make people pay attention to what you're saying mm-hmm. um, is something that can definitely be used by both sides Yeah, um, that we could talk a little bit about potentially. Um, but lends this credence to, but mm-hmm. also... Makes a group kind of inherently vulnerable because of like this dual role that mothers like hold within society of like people respecting mothers, but also identifying inherently with potentially a repressed group, right? Depending on the time and country that they're in. Um, so it's 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 like a dangerous thing, but also like it adds. It adds credence, but also makes you vulnerable at the same time, which makes what these two groups specifically—the mothers of the Plaza de Mayo and the Comasres—puts um, them. It really puts them out there and makes them vulnerable, yeah. right? Because everybody's everybody pays attention all of a sudden, yeah. but specifically um, could be from a bad a bad place, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, and it, but and it's very like you're saying. It's hard to it's hard to argue with why shouldn't these mothers want to know where their sons and daughters are? Um, like mm-hmm. it's like not. It's hard to say. I mean, it is ultimately political, but it's also harder to say that it's political in certain in in certain ways. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: I think. it kind of ties into what we talk about on the show a lot of how politics is really a local personal thing Mm -hmm. and identifying as a group of mothers for a political reason Mm -hmm. is taking something that's typically a very personal relationship. Yeah. Um, Like typically in many cultures at a personal level, at a household level, Mm -hmm. mothers, women who are mothers are respected highly, but on a cultural scale, women, are not respected so highly right mm-hmm. so it's taking this personal and public life and really yeah. slamming them together yes, for these political yeah. reasons um that's just really interesting
1: <laughs> yeah and i think it's like i i was reading an interesting article uh, article that was talking about like the concept of uh of of sort of uh female reformers casting themselves as uh it was termed municipal mothers, or the politics of maternalism, and and in this sort of way that like it it's how motherhood then becomes inherently entangled in broader women's uh, movement issues. To say that, like even women who are not necessarily mothers then can be included is that they are caring for the society, the community. Um, and, and sort of tying that to a sense of motherhood, which I think is maybe what we see when we think about like caring for the earth, as we were talking about earlier and, um, uh, mm-hmm. mother earth and, and that sort of thing. Um, and how that then that gets tied into like broader, like objectives of women's movements, like voting rights or, um, or maybe kindergarten programs and social security programs, um, and, and, and just, and just youth justice systems, like those can, women's movements that are interested in those issues can often tie back to concepts of motherhood um, that are just associated with women i think yeah
0: yeah so that again gets back to this kind of idea and i think it comes back to you know thinking about motherhood from a multifaceted way Mm -hmm. right that mothering sunday talks about like you mentioned with like the mother earth And also I'm thinking about like from a political standpoint, right? Yeah. How of those four things, one, one of them is like the mother church, right? Yeah. And how you're mentioning social programs and stuff and how kind of in a modern secular society, social programs serve the role that a mother church or a mothering church Mm -hmm. might do where it provides like lessons and a safety net that -hmm. you might otherwise get from this type of, from a religious aspect. Um, but there just seems to be all these different facets to these different types of of motherhood that can that can be applied to Mother's Day I guess I mean we're kind of off the topic of history of Mother's Day talking yeah. about moms <laughs> in general um, but yeah there's just a lot of different different aspects that you can think about Mother's Day applying to politics,
1: yeah, and I think it's yeah, I think there's like, I think within that, what you're saying there with the, like these multiple identities is is like motherhood is what it, motherhood, what it means is it can be also, it's a very intersectional definition. And I think to pull it back to the Mother's Day that we were talking about earlier um, and sort of what came, what came out of that, I think it, it's worth noting that that is a very white conversation just as early suffragette. Um, movements that we talk about um, what is often focused on is uh, white middle-class women Um, and so and and I think similarly we see that in the way that um, some especially you know in in Canada and America um, the way that motherhood is sort of privileged in politics we should ask what does that motherhood look like Um, and I think often it, it does look like uh white middle class women um and and that can be a bit of a double uh so that can be a double edged sword for the ways that motherhood is um inter- intersectional experience um for i think we we see the ways that moms can be maybe like lower income mothers for example working class mothers can be blamed for mm-hmm. the health uh the health of their children or for the fact that they have to be working and away from their children um and Ha- and 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 that can creates its own challenge in, in participating in this like what it, standard of motherhood. And I think similarly for for in in the US and and, and North America in general, um, uh, black women as well have also experienced sort of a different relationship to motherhood uh, slavery in, in the United States. Certainly it took a lot of children away from mothers um, just uh, mm-hmm. by the nature of how that system worked. Um, and then the, and their and as well, both for lower, lower income and women of color, the path to accessing your rights uh, and uh, equality where it was much less of a straight road. Not that it was straight for anybody, but it was uh, not as a straightforward road. So, so these different definitions of motherhood, I think, also mean that we are seeing maybe increasingly activism around motherhood that is that is having to sort of consider those definitions and incorporating that as well. Um, so I think you see that sort of it's for some modern examples I, I would pull on, I think especially when you think about the Black Lives Matter uh, movement in the United States, that features mothers quite prominently. You have situations where mm. black children or are being shot and mothers then are being forced to become the face of... Um, shot in police violence and mothers are being forced to become the face of political activism around that um you also have uh i think like an interesting mother's day tie-in to activism is uh the national bailout collective has what's called mama's day bailouts which is bailing out uh women who are incarcerated um for Mother's Day so they can be with their families and it's a lot around mothers and and caregivers it's inclusive I guess of that as well Um, a lot of conversation around what does it mean to be separating mothers and caregivers from children when we have such a large population of people incarcerated and in the prison system and those that sort of intersection I think isn't explicit in sort of that early conception of Mother's Day that we talked about but I think the roots are there um And it's also sort of interesting to consider uh, Mother's Day as political in a modern sense, too. I guess. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, what you're saying around like mothering while black or mothering while poor, essentially, right, is like this is this intense scrutiny that comes with being a mother in a public sphere, right? It's like people see you doing this thing, Mm -hmm. and just like the mothers of the plaza de mayo used being mothers to gain attention mm-hmm. even if you're not trying to gain attention by being a mother in public um or see people seeing you being a mother it just brings with it, it can this be like yeah. this like paradoxical intense scrutiny right i yeah. guess cuz people care about it so much mm-hmm. but it's yeah even i mean in, in like a personal sense right when People like people are seem to be very um harsh on new mothers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's like all of this, like especially in like if you're if we're talking about motherhood in the political sphere or motherhood in the modern times. Mm-hmm. Um, like being a mom on social media or being a mom with a <laughs> Facebook account or an Instagram account just seems impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh just like reading the comments of somebody is like anything anything that's done in any type of video that's made public of a mother doing something is like yeah. intensely criticized right <laughs> away <laughs>
1: it's yeah it's it's a, it's a double edged sort mm-hmm. of yeah it's if you're using motherhood as activism it also means that if your motherhood mm-hmm. doesn't meet the standard then will it yeah will it yeah. then undermine the whole yeah
0: yeah but i'm think but when you're saying like mothers being kind of like pushed into the limelight of these um, discussions around violence it makes me think about you know two things of um something else that we were going to talk about but also like silver cross mothers Mm -hmm. in like remembrance day ceremonies specifically being um honored as like mothers of soldiers Mm -hmm. and this is like the equivalent in like black america Mm -hmm. (laughs) or and like American news cycles where they're like, let's bring up this person's mother and make them say something and like have an opinion about like why their child was shot. Yeah. Um, but that has also led to more um, directed groups of mothers being able to say something rather than pushing one out to kind of like be the figurehead. <laughs> um, yeah. But around like mothers against gun violence or mothers against drunk driving or these types of um not necessarily social movements but movements that again use motherhood to kind of like try and speak sense
1: yeah yeah and i think another one that's that's worth um mentioning as well is is, uh, and i think is it's it's the specific group but i think there's also instances of is um uh p flag uh which is parents um uh, uh supporting uh, their lesbian and, and gay children is i think something that's close to what the acronym is there but it's 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 parents supporting the lgbtq community and i think in especially in its early iterations that's also another like very uh interesting use of the political power of of, of parenthood more more uh rather than gendering it as much in this instance um for the fact that like I was reading sort of an article that's talking about in those early sort of days of PFLAG, there were a lot of uh, parents who were not loving their children as a result of this and the creation of these this group as uh, parents who were saying that they openly love and support their queer children was a really important tool in the sort of uh, activism for, uh, for LGBTQ plus rights as well. So I think it's just interesting the different yeah, the as as I think we were saying, like the ways that it it can sort of unite around and show that people show a very like way that people understand loving and caring and pairing it with political uh, activism and uh, or or sensible policies or those sorts of things. I think it's it's uh, re- the use of the relationship is really interesting. Yeah.
0: Thinking about Mother's Day, which maybe I don't think about mothers enough. Um yeah. <laughs> but like th- reading for this episode, right? Of like thinking about motherhood as separate and a either chosen or forced identity mm-hmm. versus actually the like biological representation of being a mother mm-hmm. and how those are different things. Yeah. Right. Like you can you can have a child and in some sense you are a mother but you don't necessarily choose the identity of mother like yeah there are there are certain people who never have kids right Mm -hmm. but really seem to like embody the identity of Of motherhood motherhood, right Um, and what that even means in so many different contexts of like what motherhood means if it's like nurturing or being the voice of reason or trying to stop a war or it's like all it just seems like just be in there for people yeah um, so I, I,
1: think, I think it's what you were saying earlier uh, of that idea that there we contain two generations right like this mm-hmm. concern with the future for generations whether they're your directly yours i guess or not
0: <laughs> well i feel like that's a good place to end <laughs> <laughs> so uh, on this Mother's Day, uh, think two generations ahead, think two generations behind. Um, say thank you to the people who have acted as mothers to you. Uh, and hey, give us a follow on Instagram at the same time.
1: <laughs> Especially if you're a mom who wants to support us. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: we can always use the support. Uh, follow us at Prob Politics, pretty much everywhere. Send us an email about uh, how much you love your mom at politics at com. We'd love to read it. And send your mom some stickers in the mail. Uh, So thank you for listening to Probable Politics. And very much this time, we love you all.
1: We love you all.